Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Hello, parents and guardians. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a resource that I have for you. It's free of charge, doesn't cost you anything. But if you look in the description of the episode, you'll see a link that you can download this two-page document. And it talks about the different wiring of children, the D style, the I style, the S style, and the C style. And you'll be able to use this as a reference as we go through these episodes, talking to you about how your children are wired and what's the best way to communicate to them. And now for our show. Well, well, parents and guardians, welcome back to the Fearless Parenting Show. Last time I was talking about the S-wired child. I'm going to continue this time talking about the S-wired child and give you a little bit more information so far as the strengths and blind spots of the S-wired child. Let's talk about some of the strengths. You're going to find that your S-wired child is easygoing and they love people. They're reliable, they're loyal, they're systematic, they're good listeners, and some of them even make great mediators. Again, as I told you last week, it's important to develop a close relationship with your Esquire child. And while it's important to do that with all your children, it's important to them and also that you emphasize that you need their help and give them an additional boost of confidence by ensuring that they have what they need to succeed in life. Now, I want to let you know that under pressure, this is what your S-wired child is going to do or or going to feel. Uh, They're going to be submissive or maybe even stubborn, depending on the threat to their security. They seek stability. They reach out for friendships even stronger. They look for peacefulness. Remember last time I told you that a S-wired child will avoid conflict. They will avoid stress. But I want to talk to you about security. Like I said last week, I'm D-wired. I really am. Uh, I am task-oriented. I'm what they call a challenger. Uh, I'm a high D, but I have that analytical part of me and D's and C's. We love task task. And I can get so focused on the task and not necessarily be people oriented, but I'm driven to be more task oriented. Whereas my wife is S-wired. And one of the things that I discovered about her is her need for security. And not only her, but everybody that's S-wired. But let's talk about why security is so important to your child. They need to hear you say often that you love them and that you'll be there for them. 
and that you're glad to have them as part of the family. All those things right there will add to their security and, and make them feel that they belong. And understand, part of that security is having peacefulness. If you and your household are talking at or yelling, when we're yelling, we're not really getting anything across other than the other person being scared or intimidated, the child being intimidated. Now, there are times when you do have to raise your voice. My, my little ones, you know, they get to wander close to the street. You know, my voice comes up to get their attention. And then I bring it down to bring them back to me. So there are times when our voice will get loud, when our children are in danger and you're trying to call their attention and bring them back to safety. Those times happen. But I'm talking about out of anger or rage because they did something wrong. Your yelling is not going to undo the situation. The child needs to understand what it is that he or she did wrong. And then you need to get them to work with you in determining where they went wrong, how they're going to make it right, and what behaviors and actions they're going to take to keep from going back down that path again. They, they shut down. And if they shut down anything that you're wanting to get across to them, it, it just ended right there. Because if they're shut down, they're not going to hear what's going on. Uh, they're annoyed by disloyalty, unrest among people, insincerity, and prideful people, and unfair situations. Now, when disciplining or correcting your S-child, you need to show silent disapproval of their misbehavior and don't rub it in. Once you've communicated to them what it is they did wrong and have them understand why it is that they did it wrong and the steps they're going to take not to find themselves in that situation again and the correction has been made, then it ends right there. And they need to know that it is. Say, okay, we took care of this. It is now over. Daddy's not going to hold it over your head. We're good. Moms, hey, listen, Sally, Johnny, Jamal, we're not going to hold this over your head. We've corrected the situation. We've discussed it. You know what's expected of you. We are not going to rub it in. We're not going to hold it over your head. And this is important since as children have a natural fear of confrontation, be mindful that they can crumble if you use the same correction that you would use for a D child. Now, a D child, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, being one, uh, sometimes you got to be a little stern. Sometimes you got to be a little tough with us to get past that hard core that we have uh, because these don't like to be told what to do. All right. 
And sometimes they want to go and do things without necessarily getting permission first. So you, you have to treat that S child a little differently because unlike the D, they want to be compliant. Uh, they, they want to uh, get along with people. They love people. And I mean, they are supportive. Let them support you, parents. Let them help you around the house. Let them help you with the chores. You know, 69% of everybody in the world at any given time is an S, and they are natural volunteers and supportive people. So let them do things around the house and help you out because in doing that, they're helping themselves by developing a good work ethic and taking care of tasks and responsibilities in and around the home. So what I want to do now is leave you with some sweet spot items for working with your S-wired child. And then I want to uh, wrap up our little conversation for today. Here's some sweet spot statements for your S-wired child. You can tell them, I like that you're a caring person. I like that you try and that you get along with others. I like the fact that you're compassionate. I like the fact that you're helpful. You say, well, Stan, why, why tell them this? Because when you catch them doing something correct, all right, Maybe they show the kindness to somebody else. Then you want to say, hey, I like that you're compassionate. I like that you help other people. When they volunteer to do stuff around the house without being told, you want more of that activity. You want them to do that more. So you get more of what you call out in a positive way than what you'll get in negativity. In other words, when you catch them doing something good, and in this instance, the S-wired child, you want to call it out and say, hey, I like the way that you, and then fill in the blank. That is the best way for you to help your S-wired child and to use those sweet spot statements to help them out. I want to remind you that they're motivated by security and feeling appreciated. Be it schoolwork, a task, chores, etc. When they're stalled, when they don't seem like they know quite what to do, review what they have completed and provide them with the appreciation and assurance needed to continue. Well, that's all that I have for you. On the S-Wired Child. Parents, I want to remind you of my new book, Fearlessly Parenting, that you can find at parentsbefearless.com. Parentsbefearless.com. And if you're interested in getting an assessment for your child or children, I would be happy to help you out with that. Feel free to contact me at slewis at inwardjourney.com. That's S, this is Sam, Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, at inward, N-W-A-R-D, journey.com. 
And until next time that we get together, parents go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.